Okay, so normally we put this at the end of the show, but that I wanted to add this at the beginning of the show. If you'd like to email us, you can email us at thehourpod at gmail.com. If you'd like to tweet us, we're at thehourpod on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash thehourpod. Also, in the future, I know we keep promising this, uh, mm-hmm. we'll be on YouTube. Yes, we get a lot of requests. We get so least, many requests well, for YouTube. It's like the same person doing one request. Yeah. And it's me. I'm doing the request. <laughs> and we're going to be on Google Plus soon. What? And I'm so excited. Oh, my gosh. I got my uh, circle set up. Awesome. Which cir- Am I in I am one of the circles? Uh, you are in my, my circle jerk. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> You're in that one. Uh-huh. Uh, and I've got my, you know, I've got the whole Google Plus uh-huh. profile set gonna- up and... What what have you plus one so far? Uh, I've plus one other podcasts, you know, um, and I've plus one every anything that's in the shape of a circle. Okay. Um, I've also plus one um, Google Plus itself because I think it's well, you yeah. know it's going to be. It's like with uh, MySpace when you had to be friends with Tom. You got to plus one the Google Plus. You you got to be friends with Tom. Yeah. And actually, I should set up a, a MySpace because I think well, it'll totally be good should. for us. Yeah, because yeah. then we could just have like the the podcast play automatically. Yeah, you know, we'll as soon have, as you like, come to that, thing. we'll have stars around our cursor. <laughs> Absolutely, you know? it'll be so good. You know what I like best about Google Plus? What's that? You don't see any controversy because there's no one there. <laughs> yeah, if if you want to get away from social media, Google Plus is the place to be because there's no one else there. Mm. So Much good. like our listeners. It's the Pod. Hi, I'm Jeff. And I'm Jason. And on today's show... Stop me if you heard this one, but an Asian-American, Jewish-American, cisgender rabbi-American walks into an organic, ecologically sustainable craft brewery. Hey, pig! Get off of that donkey! Google Minus? Wait, wait, are they doing away with Google Plus? Taylor Swift has some bad blood with Republicans, and they are never getting back together. Did you just assume my rapid oxidation? And he was like, oh my god, wee! Hi, Jason. Hey, Jeff. How's it going? It's been a week, let it me it, tell you. It has it? So Literally been four days since we last recorded. It has, and it's felt like so much longer. Because you normally say, is it Thursday already? And it <laughs> well, is. But this week, I feel that because if we were just recorded like... This is true. This is true. It was the hour weekend edition. <laughs> I'm Guy Raz. <laughs> or whatever the fuck his name is. I don't know what his name is. I don't know either. Okay. Uh, no one listens. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been a, a an eventful four days. So you had something with your car? I did. Uh, so yesterday, in addition to being ridiculously tired because I was working on lesson plan stuff until one forty-seven in the morning. That doesn't make any good goddamn sense. I, I had to have it by – okay, I didn't have to have it. As my students say, I was probably being extra uh, <laughs> because I was putting together this video for them that I wanted them to watch on Wednesday. And so I just like dragging the entire day and I get off work. And I'm driving home. And I'm getting on the expressway. And I drive past the airport. And as I'm driving past the airport, this plane is going over my head. And I hear this weird thump. It, it sounded like someone threw something at my car. That's not good. Was no, it the like, chemtrail? It, was, it definitely was. They're trying to get in my mind. Yeah, there was like uh, the, the uh, rubber poisoning chemtrails. Right? It was. I've heard just, of those. <laughs> and so... I was like, what was that? The fuck? Was it? Like, I didn't, there was no potholes. There was nothing in the road. That's weird. There was no traffic. So it wasn't like, you know, something flew off a car. There was no visible thing nearby. Right. 
And so I thought, you know, did the plane drop something on me? No, nothing. That's scary. Yeah. And so I just kept on driving. Everything was fine. Mm -hmm. I went for like four or five miles. Everything was fine. And then suddenly I start hearing a noise. I was like, the fuck is that noise? There was something wrong with my car. Was it that thing? Did the airplane destroy me? And then (laughs) I start feeling some shuddering. And I was like, oh, great. I have a flat tire going 70 miles an hour on the expressway. I'm able to safely get off. Traffic wasn't bad, so I was able to get off, parked on the side of the road, call AAA road service, and they came and towed me to a tire shop. But the tire had literally, like, it was not attached to the wheel anymore. It was like this ring of rubber loosely touching where the wheel goes. But, like, if I grabbed it and it wasn't sitting on, like, the wheel itself, I could have just, like, taken it off and worn it like a a necklace or something. (laughs) You could get like a little rubber lay. I, I Welcome to Detroit Metro Airport. <laughs> I don't know. The Republicans are rubber running things, so I don't think they talk about rubber lays. It's all abstinence only. Jeez. <laughs> oh, uh, so, yeah, I had a, yeah. I picked up my car today. I've got four brand new wheels, well, tires. Uh, and they said that there was dry rot in two of them. And I'm like, how, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, I have a rather new car. And I drive it every day, so the fuck? So I spent a whole lot of money today. What's the difference between uh, dry rot and wet rot? Uh, moisture. Oh, okay. No, I don't. I have no idea. I don't. <laughs> I went for the obvious joke there. So, hey, how was your four days? Uh, you know, it was fine. Uh, I uh, forgot what I was going to talk about, so let's just move on. <laughs> You're just like I don't. I got nothing. I really like screw all you. I, my my week was fine. You're like it was, a, it was fine. You're like a teenager now at dinner. It's fine. No, well, what'd you do this week? Did you do anything? Uh, I watched. Uh, you know, Dana Carvey. Uh-huh. You know, Dana Carvey. He he released a stand-up special on Netflix a few months ago. Did he? And he talks about his teenage son and his teenage son's big thing was like this is a bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> That's what I think today. That's was. what you think this week. Yeah, this week was like a bunch of fucking bullshit. <laughs> well. Now we're here. Yes, we are. Talking to our tens of listeners. If I remember what I was going to say, I'll just interject. Okay. I'll just interrupt you in the middle of the podcast. You're like, screw How it. How did you think uh, the last week's podcast went? I enjoyed it. I did too. I, I enjoyed the experience of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope that I didn't talk too much. Like afterwards, I was worried I had talked too much because I really didn't want to hear myself. Yeah. Uh, but I thought Becky and Tori were great talking about what was going on and yeah. hearing their perspective. Uh, which obviously I've heard in the past because we've been we've been cautious about uh, talking about Kavanaugh in general, um, but we're cautious about a lot of things. As a couple of white men, we <laughs> <laughs> we don't generally like to speak about things uh, that may be out of our purview that maybe we shouldn't have an opinion mm-hmm. about. Because I think a lot of white men have a lot of opinions about like women's vaginas and mm-hmm. uh, or what to do with their body and I, I just I just don't think it's necessary for them to have an opinion about it mostly in our government government is what I'm saying yeah but yeah so I, I thought it was good how did you think it went I think it went great I mm-hmm. liked uh, having Tori and Becky on and I mm-hmm. think we should have them on again I agreed however Tori apparently doesn't even listen to our podcast <laughs> so not that she'll hear this but I think she was great uh, I agree Becky was that, fine too. I agree she that she listens, will not listen so. to it. No, no, she might listen. To, I, I sent her thing. Well, I sent her thing. There was a problem. She couldn't hear it, and I think we figured it out. I so it's hard to find because we wanted to name our podcast "The Hour" to be 
the generic hour, right? Mm-hmm. But there's so many other the the blank hour podcasts mm-hmm. that it's our ours doesn't even show up. Yeah, in a search in like mm-hmm. iTunes, uh, so you have to have the link. So again, it's on Twitter. Maybe we should change the name to like the the Jeff and Jason hour. It's a Jeff and Jason hour. It's like hee haw. Yeah. It's an old reference there. That is an old reference. That's a very old reference. Wow. Let's I, after, on. as I said it, I was like, does he, is he even going to get this reference? I get the hee haw reference. Okay. Uh, but I, I, was, I was trying very to think young of, at the time. Me too, but I was trying to think of like something they used to do. I remember that lady with the hat with the mm-hmm. tag still on it. I feel like there was a thing where like they had a wall and like one would open a door and another yeah. would open a door at like a different level below, like to the left. And they yeah. like say something to each other and then they close the door. It was like redneck SNL. <laughs> but back when it was okay to make fun of rednecks. It was. That's, it, that's not okay anymore. It's not politically correct to make fun of rednecks. Yes, because now we have to call them hill people. <laughs> The hills have eyes. I, oh, I myself am. Yes. Oh. Shut up. That's what I was going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to talk about, I saw a movie today. It was called <laughs> Let the Right One In. Okay. And it was a horror movie, but it was. Uh, Wait, it was a horror movie? Horror movie. based Not on a of, horror movie. No, not a horror movie. I watched that one after. Was that one also called Let the Right One In? Uh, it was Let Let the Left One In. Oh, it wasn't about Brett Kavanaugh? Just let them both in. <laughs> It was, it was a DP thing. All right. So it was the left, the right one in, and uh, it was uh, a Swedish movie with okay. subtitles, but I still really liked it. It was really good. Mm-hmm. It was uh, like a vampire movie, but it was like Interesting. so different uh, from other vampire and horror movies. And it had like the jump scares and stuff, but mm-hmm. it was actually like on the on the thing, it says like thriller and romance, which is not generally combined. A thriller romance. Yeah. And it was a great movie. I recommend it highly in this Halloween season. Mm, yes, it is coming up soon. It's the Halloween season. <laughs> but make sure your uh, costume is okay. You make sure wanna... it's uh, politically correct. Yes. Uh, so our first story we're going on today, uh, as I was uh, perusing mm-hmm. the, the internets, a friend sure. of mine posted an article in The Atlantic. And it was about this new study called Hidden Tribes, a study of America's polarized landscape. Interesting. And... So this study, they went through, they interviewed 8,000 participants, and they asked them, you know, basic demographic stuff. But then they really looked to see what their beliefs were rather than just having them, you know, I'm a Democrat and I'm a progressive or I'm a Republican or I'm a Tea Partier. So they asked them questions like, you know, do you think Civil War monuments are a a symbol of heritage for the South or B, a symbol of racism. And so they used all these questions to kind of get an idea of what people believe rather than what party are they affiliated with. Okay. And so once they had that kind of set up, they then started asking questions dealing with political correctness. And... uh, Can we take a second to point out that a lot of the, uh, the Civil War memorials... In the South were put up in the 1960s as a direct response to the civil rights movement. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's when these, the Confederate flag, the com, well, and I always, I correct myself, it's not the Confederate flag, it's the battle flag of the Army of Northern Virginia, uh, or it's the Confederate Navy flag. It was never the flag for the Confederacy. 
ever, period. But yes, I am a fucking nerd. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that also lost, like, it was not really a, a thing that was very popular until the civil rights. Actually, there was two periods of uh, monument buildings. The first was in like the 1930s. There was this kind of wave uh, with like lots of lynchings. And it also, com- it was around the 75th anniversary of the end of the Civil War. So that like that period of time was similar to our current period for World War II soldiers, where we're 75 years past the end. Oh, okay. And so like there's not many left. And it's also like, like it's the, the last Depression big, yeah, and mm-hmm. a lot of people are like not doing much because yeah. they don't have jobs. Uh, and yeah, so that was like one period and then like a second string pops up during the Civil Rights Movement. Uh, hmm. So yes, a good point. Uh, but that's not what we're talking about. It's here. not. And so there's the impression. So the the study found that most people believe, like especially if you're on social media, that the country is very closely divided. These elections are always within a few percentages of each other. So it gives this impression that we're kind of like almost 50-50 divided on these things. And you know, half of us are progressives who are pushing for equality and, you know, being thoughtful and, you know, all those kind of things. And half of us are conservatives who uh, are more for traditional values kind of things, right? Yeah, but you can't, I feel like you can't put half and half. So we may, and, we may vote half and half because that's eventually where yes. we land. Mm-hmm. But the, the problem is there are people on the right, mm-hmm. there are people on the far right, uh-huh. um, and there are people on the left, and there are people yep. on the far left, right? And so in the study, what they found was there are people on the far right of the people they surveyed, and once they went through the questions, the people who were in the far right and they were outside of kind of like the mainstream view on subjects, yeah. uh, about 25% were in that like super conservative side of things. Of it's 25% of all Americans or 25% of... Of the survey uh, sample. Conservatives. Yeah. No, no. Of, of all Americans in the survey. Oh, okay. And of course, they do a, a representative sample to... So they're kind of like trying to scale this up and saying, you know, it's there. About 8% were like far progressive people who are kind of outside the mainstream of things. Okay. Uh, but what they found was that it is definitely not 50-50. It's actually about 80% in the middle... And then there's fringes on both sides. Okay. And so... So 80% of Americans are actually like center. Uh, yes. And 80% of Americans believe that political correctness is a problem in our country. Which was surprising to many people because they felt, you know, it's much more 50-50, right? Like half of us are pushing for, you know, kind of political correct usage and you know, thinking about how things affect other groups. And actually, like, 80% of the country is like, I'm just trying to live my day. So I have my George W. Bush face on right now uh-huh. because I'm, I'm trying to think about – so 80% believe the PC is a problem in our country. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that depends but, on what your definition of is is. <laughs> that's the different president. That is – I am a different president. I was doing the wrong voice, but I am a different president. Yeah, so – I guess, what would you define political correctness as? And so that is where, so are you asking me personally or the study? Because this let's is where both. the difference comes from. Yeah, In the let's study, do both maybe, right? Uh, so I think there's probably two definitions here. Okay. I think there's the ideal definition of political correctness. 
correctness in the way that I see it, which is an effort to not to think about the words we use and the things we do to not be rude and disrespectful of other people. Right. Which I think is a good thing. Agreed. Uh, but also I think there's a political correctness, which probably a lot of people think of when they say this, where it's very uh, corrective of other people's usage of things. Okay. Political correctness, meaning you have to tell people. You need to correct other people. Oh, right. Okay. Uh, and I think that is probably, and so the problem I think they didn't define with people what they mean by political mm. correctness. They I think let that's them. Important. It, I think it's very important too. And it's one of the weaknesses I like the biggest problem I have with the study yeah. is that I feel they should have given some baseline of what that means. But the problem with it is, is it means different things to different people. Yeah. And so some people see political correctness as, you know, making sure you think about the words you use and other people see it as, uh, I can't say anything right because I don't know the right word. And you know, what is it now? My, when I was growing up, my stepdad, uh, which is, I hate him. uh, He listened to a lot of Rush Limbaugh, Mm -hmm. also hate him. Uh, But he was very anti-political correctness. And I think Mm -hmm. this like political correctness thing maybe started in the 80s and like more came to prominence in the 90s. Um, And I may be wrong about that, but I I feel like it's, it became, PC became mainstream in the 90s, Mm -hmm. right? No, I agree. To me, I feel like. Uh, political correctness is saying African-American instead of black, Caucasian-American instead of Asian or Chinese. Um, But it's a sort of, it's a sort of uh, answer to when white people call Mm -hmm. all Asian people Chinese. And it's an answer to um, calling all uh, like African-Americans blacks. Mm-hmm. Like the the blacks do this or the yeah. blacks do that, and I feel uncomfortable saying that to begin with. Yeah, but I think that's kind of what I feel, what I think of when I think of PC. I think other people might think of PC as political political correctness as thinking I can't even say the n word anymore. I, there's definitely a group of people who yeah, say yeah. that. I think like I, they yeah. see it that way, and so I think that's one of the problems with defining it. It's a term that's isn't necessarily easy to define right? because it means lots of different things to lots of different people. Yeah. And so it will mean different things to different people. So I also think that the political correctness thing is a sort of a term that people on the right use to um, sort of refer to anything that's liberal. Like I can't even, uh, I can't even call, um, French fries, French anymore, or I can't call Chinese food Chinese anymore because it's not Chinese, and mm. they they're angry by it, and they, that's a, yeah, another thing that makes the right angry is that sort of uh, I can't say certain words because it's not meant to say things. Which where they live and the people that they talk to and inside their families, they could say whatever they want, right? Yeah. So I think yeah. uh. It's sort of used as an anti-right wing yes. thing, but it's interesting. The story has the the PC the, the left wing people are also saying that political correctness is a problem, and that's the thing. It it does not it transcends age groups. So a lot of people think like younger people are more you know politically correct, and in fact, younger people d- feel that there's a problem with political correctness. Yeah. Races, it like th- they actually found that white Americans were slightly less 
they slightly less percentage-wise felt that there was a problem. 79% of whites in the survey felt that there was a problem with political correctness, whereas an 82% of Asians felt that there was an issue with political correctness. Uh, 87% of Hispanic, 88% of American Indians, and 75% of African Americans felt that there was issues with political correctness. Okay, uh, so, so it's not race, it's not gender, it's not age. Uh, l- across the board, people have concerns. So what you meant was uh, white people, Chinese people, Mexican people, <laughs> Indian people, and black people, right? Uh, yes. Because even the term African-American is is considered a, a politically correct term. But and, and so the thing that's coming to my mind right now is uh, I can't remember which politician went to London and he was addressing a group of black Englanders <laughs> and he used the term African-American. <laughs> and they're like, Dude, nope. Right. <laughs> like we're not we're yeah. not Americans, first of yeah. all. Uh, and so I think I think there probably is a a middle ground of people who see this as like I don't really feel like I need to be corrected. I'm not trying to be offensive. I don't know the right word, and I don't need you jumping down my throat if I say the wrong thing. Right. Like, and and I think a lot of people on the PC side of things aren't jerks if they correct someone. They say, oh, hey, by the way, you know, I prefer this. Right. Like they don't make it a big deal. But I think the thing that I think where the PC fight really comes is there's enough examples of people going overboard that the far other side of things can point to it and say, look, this is going overboard. The PC culture in this country is going too far. You can't even do this or that without someone jumping down your throat and, you know, the, th- the thing that's popping to my mind right now is uh, a – I can't remember which – it was an Eastern college like Harvard or Yale or something. And they were discussing Halloween costumes. And some dean or something sent out a letter that just said something to the extent of people are going to make mistakes. We shouldn't jump down their throats about it. You know, when we were young, we made mistakes and it wasn't on social media because now when someone does something wrong, the entire world can jump down their throat. Right. And so they, the guy was basically saying, maybe we chill out about this. And he ended up getting fired because he was the, not. And so that's the thing that they point to and they say, oh, see, yeah. see, this guy couldn't even say his opinion. And that's where these nut jobs who, you know, when. You get those crazy, super right people who intentionally want to go to colleges because they know that they're going to get shouted down. And then they can point and say they don't even believe in free speech. And that's a problem in our country. And so it's like a, a it's a concocted uh, uh, dramatic event. It's a it's a you tempest said, in a teapot. You said cock. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> I said concoct it. So I think that the issue is that no cock circle. it is the <laughs> it's the the um the thought of okay, so there are Jewish American people, mm-hmm. right? But they're we don't ever say Christian Americans because Christian is the default mm-hmm. of Americans. No. And when we say American, we assume white Americans, mm-hmm. and then there are African Americans, and then there are Asian Americans, mm-hmm. whatever. So I think the problem is that the default is white. Christian, a lot of times men. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the sort of fight yeah. that we're having to overcome. Yeah. And I think the, you know, some people could look at that argument and say, well, 
the majority people are Christian and the majority people are white. So considering them the default when they are the largest portion is logical. So that's the argument that they are going to go with. Like, okay, but... Yeah, I just I just I'm, feel like there's a there's a, a non inclusive element yeah, to no, when you there say Americans, is. you're not actually talking about all Americans, and yeah. not you specifically. No, but, no, 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 know. I know, and I'm um, not saying that you know I agree with that argument that I just presented. And I love how I'm apologetic saying, we're being. As we're, doing this. <laughs> we're being very PC. We don't want to be politically correct, but I'm so sorry. I don't want to not include anyone <laughs> in this, but I think it's something that we have to keep in mind uh, because. Um, there are things uh, like when you – there used to be stewardesses, mm-hmm. right? And now we call them flight attendants. Mm-hmm. I remember that being a big thing when, yeah. when I was growing up. You can't even call them stewardesses anymore. They're flight attendants because there are these, these men that are flight attendants now. You can't call them actresses anymore because they're all actors. And people get angry yeah. about that kind of stuff. Yeah. But why, why, is an, why is an actress not an actor? They are an actor, right? Why they're just is, an actress um, because they're women. But the actor is the default, and the actor is men. Perhaps. Like, I don't know. No so, one would ever say, like, uh, I'm a construction workress. <laughs> like, you're a construction worker, right? I'm not a teacherist. A teacherist. <laughs> well, uh, well, no, they do have miss, like, uh, in British boarding schools or something, like the mistress of the school or yeah, something, right? Yeah, they do, so, yeah. I don't... So and the fact that master bedroom referred to like the master of a slave, I feel mm. like that should maybe like fall out of our vocabulary. So uh, I think there are some things that well, should I feel fall actually, out because they're just old. I feel like master actually goes further back into like feudalism, which is kind of like slavery. But yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Those serfs. Yeah, they don't deserve to be. They don't I, deserve to have their own room named after them. They don't. Plus, they need rooms that are big for all their boards. What? They're boards. boards, all you ass. <laughs> <laughs> that would took me a minute. Uh, uh, I think... I think there are very few people that would say that they are racist. Even if they are. Yeah. Well, no, but I, I think a lot of people... That's like the big insult, right? You're, yeah. To be called a racist. And that's right. why people get so defensive like, about I'm not a racist. I'm not a racist. I just right. don't like all those, you know, whatever. Right. Uh, and then they say something racist. Yeah. But... You know, I think I forgot my point. Okay. I was well, about to say something about uh, uh, that's I, I think I think there's a big center of people who really aren't trying to be offensive. They genuinely want to do the right thing. And I think they just don't know. Right. And, they, and that's the thing. It's a, it's not mm-hmm. knowing. And I, I think a lot of people on in certain circles are uh, not Google Plus circles, but <laughs> other circles sort of have this like uh, superiority about them yeah. that when they say – like, I, how can you not know about this? Yeah. I, I don't feel like I should have to educate you about this. How do you not know? <clears throat> and that's and I just the, don't, we just don't know because it's not part of our, not part of our being. And it might be because I'm a teacher, mm-hmm. but I really hate anytime someone says it's not my job to educate you. Mm. Well, yeah, it is because it's our jobs to educate each other. And just because you have gone through a process of learning, it doesn't mean everyone in the world has. And just because they haven't doesn't mean they don't want to yeah, or that they would be opposed to it. It's just that they haven't. And I think, I think cutting people and like setting them adrift like that is not helpful. And that's what's 
creating this resentment. And that's where we're getting these ridiculous people who, you know, are now going out to use as many straws as they can because some PC liberal asshole told them they can't have straws anymore. It's like, it's because if you're a dick to someone, they're going to walk away. Right. Especially if they have no reason that they are required to to be into this. Well, that's the uh, thing. If you... Uh, there's progressives, and then what's the what's the conservative side of progressives? Conservative, uh, conservative, right? Yeah, yeah. So progressives are moving forward, and uh-huh. and conservatives are trying to keep everything the way it was. Yeah. And so a lot of people don't like change. Most people don't like yeah. change, I think. But progressives are seen as that that marching force to mm-hmm. get us out of using straws because it can get stuck in some whale's blowhole or <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> this is true, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're really going out on it with the uh, blowholes? Yes. I'm not trying to fat shame any whales or anything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's the thing that I think a lot of people look at when, when you get to the people who are like, it's not my job to educate you. And they just come down as like a dick at people. Right. And, and it becomes less about moving the progress forward and more about like kind of display and what the what the survey found is like the kind of general sentiment was that a lot of people see political correctness not so much as being concerned about social justice as quote preening displays of cultural superiority Mm, yeah and i i see that a lot like in the last election i saw a number of like very left people who are just like i'm just going to cut them out because if they think that we don't need them uh I'm just not going to hear anything. And I 100% disagree with that. And I, you know, I did not cut anyone off and I engaged with every single person because I think that is how you get rid of these things. It's not by shutting them out and shutting them up. It's by engaging with them. And maybe you're not going to change that person's mind because I don't think some people's minds you can change, especially that like the opposite of me, like the far conservative people. However, that debate other people who are not so like I am a political person. Mm-hmm. I am into it day and night. I'm in the weeds on it. Like I could talk to probably most people. They would have one no idea who our senator is in the state, much less the names of senators from other states. <laughs> like if I'm like pulling out Jeff Flake and uh, Orrin Hatch and like all these other people, they're like, who the fuck is that? And like, oh, oh, you know, Debbie Stabenow. And they're like, who the fuck is that? And I'm like, it's your fucking senator. Right. Uh, so. I am in this every day and other people on the that I'm engaging with are in it every day as well. But a lot of people aren't. They're just going through their day and they may witness this exchange and they, they're not partisan the same way I am. They could go either way. And this study has found that the big 80% in the middle really are willing to go either way on things. They believe in kind of like the American idea of compromise and, you know, these things that we don't hear a lot about anymore. But they're willing to go either way. So by witnessing that argument, by witnessing that uh, back and forth, that debate, it may change their minds or it may show some people that there's, you know, if you're looking in like an LGBTQ, you know, I missed the T. Uh, LGBTQI+. Yes. Plus. Uh, yes thank you. Uh, by seeing that, maybe they see, oh, wait, there are people out there that will support me. And then other people say, oh, there is another way. 
So maybe I'm not changing that super conservative person's mind, but I'm presenting an argument, and I think that's the way you change the world. That it's the 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 center people that we we can because the the. The twenty five percent or whatever that are far right, yeah, you're not, you're not getting change them. their minds, right? No. The people who and are listening to Rush Limbaugh, you are not going to get in a two party system. You you have one or the other, yeah. And so I think this kind of stuff that the the far left stuff, and even the far right stuff too, it's driving people away, yeah. From so if you're center left and you're trying to make a point and you get you kind of get blasted by the far left people. Mm-hmm then it sort of drives you away from the left wing and maybe you're going to yeah. vote uh, from the right side. Maybe you're going to vote Republican next time. Yeah. I think that's a real shame because yeah. that's how you get uh, people like Donald Trump elected. Exactly. Because and we're all the, on the same side, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, maybe we are, maybe we aren't. But We're on the same side to different degrees, yeah. I think. And yeah. I think that's the way, if, if you look at it as an all or nothing, like either you are a politically correct, 100% pure, like there is a strain of purity that I see among some very partisan people. Mm-hmm. You are either 100% this or you're not worth our time. And if sad. you are not 100% pure, there is an issue. Like, oh, well, you think that, like, if you were to come out and say, I believe Dr. Ford, however, he was not, uh, there's not enough to find him guilty. And so because of that, he can continue to be on the Supreme Court. As if he was on trial. Exactly. He's not on trial. And so in <laughs> in the Supreme Court, you're not on trial. And so your opinion is fine. I uh, believe women, but I also believe we're innocent until proven guilty. Exactly. And so that could be a very, boo, like some purists may have a problem with that right. is the point I'm trying to make. Uh all right. And to caveat that, obviously, I don't think he should be on the Supreme Court, and I do believe what she said. And I'm, I'm just presenting the argument Agreed. before we're, anyone. And we're 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 like just grazing against this sort of. Uh, I feel kind of nervous about talking about this kind of stuff because yeah. I don't want to seem like a centrist because I'm not. I'm very far left. Yeah. Uh, but not as far left as other people. And uh, I have friends and family on both sides of this, far mm-hmm. left and far right. And I don't have a lot of friends that are far right, but <laughs> uh, if. If I am not on the farthest left, I feel like I I will be seen as being center mm-hmm. and I don't want to be seen. And then people will give you a hard time. And I think that's kind of the point where people are saying that they feel there's an issue with PC where we are two very left, like left, left. Like I make jokes like I'm, I'm that communist that everyone warns you about kind yeah. of jokes. Like <laughs> I am far left, but we're both like very worried to say the wrong thing. I and I think that's... Back when I was on Facebook, I took uh-huh. a thing and it had a, like a four quadrant uh-huh. thing. There's like a totalitarianism and uh, permissive capital. No, no, um, socialism, I think, uh-huh. is the other side. And left and right. And I was like far down. I was far left. And like far down, I was pretty much a capitalist. Yeah. Or a, not a capitalist, a, a communist. Yeah. Uh, but that's the point. Like, th- I think that's what people in the middle are turning to. Like, if you can't even say and have a conversation because you're, so worried that someone is going to jump down your throat about it. Yeah. Uh, that That's a problem. And so I would maybe agree that, you know, maybe this is a problem if we can't have a conversation. But I'm also someone who I don't really care much about words. Like the, the like, 
semantical arguments of like, oh, you use the slightly wrong word. Like I see this in my classes a lot where we get in this discussion and I'm like, it means the same thing. Take the meaning, not the actual word I no. use. Like, Jason, you ignorant slut. <laughs> I have to disagree with you there. Because Well no, uh, no, okay, there are some words, obviously, but like Yeah, but what okay, so if you're on the news, and we uh-huh. should really move on from this topic because it's been a while. But if if you're uh Listening to a news story and you say in, uh, someone passed away or they were shot to death, it means the same thing. They died either way. But one is a very violent death and the other one is it seems very passive. Well, yes. And like I said, it depends on the circumstances. Uh, but if you said someone was killed or someone was murdered. Uh, yeah, it's, it's different. It, it, but I think our, our words have a lot of. Uh, a lot more meaning than we we put into them, because it, and I think sometimes we put too much meaning into some of them. Is the point I'm making here? Like right, and we put meaning into other people's words that they're not putting there because That's, it means something yeah. to okay. us. So I agree with that. Uh, like, but as those people, yeah. we should be cautious as to which words we use sure. so that we don't offend people. At the same time, I don't think that the world should be a place where you are never offended. Uh, I don't think we can bubble wrap the world and make everything not offensive because eventually someone is going to have a different thought than you that you may find offensive. And I think the value is learning how to react and deal with that in a constructive way rather than just silencing it so that you never have to be uncomfortable. And I think that that's just, you know, life is not here to always be perfect. Do I want to offend anyone? No. But occasionally, I will be offended, you will be offended, everyone will be offended. It just happens sometimes. Can't and we just be excellent to one another? Can't we just take the Bill and Ted <laughs> sure, <laughs> aspect but of it? Can't we just be good to be people? Yes, but sometimes people have legitimate disagreements. That's and true. so, you know, you may take offense to that. You know, if I say that I don't believe in, you know, whatever your religion believes in, that doesn't make you a bad person or me a bad person, but that may offend you. And if you say, I do believe in that and, you know, something you believe, that may offend me as well. But I have another example. Okay. You are too fat to ride this donkey. And maybe you are. (laughs) That may offend you, but the donkey is a living creature and it needs some protections, like it those does. poor donkeys in Santorini, Greece. Yeah. You're talking about donkey condoms? <laughs> so have you ever seen the movie In Bruges? Nope. Okay. It's, uh, it's by the same director who did Seven Psychopaths, which – and uh, uh, was it Seven Billboards Outside of Ebbing? Oh, that, so, that was a weird movie. Yeah. So it's the same director, and all of his movies are slightly like that. And so okay. In Bruges takes place in a city called Bruges in, I think, Belgium. And it's some guy, he's like, I think he's a criminal of some sort, like a mob kind of guy. And they're like, put him in this little city called Bruges to hide. And they've got this tower that tourists go to. And these two tourists come up, like, they're clearly American tourists, and they're very large. And so they ask about where this clock tower is. And the guy responds, he's like, you're not going up there. And they're like, why not? And he goes... Because you're fucking elephants. 
<laughs> and they, of course, get very angry. Yeah. Uh, but, like, physically, they probably wouldn't make it, much like these donkeys in Santorini. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it, it's, this is a law in Greece. Yes. Now. Just, just recently passed. After, <laughs> they've had all these financial difficulties. <laughs> they got to look out for those donkeys. They got to look out for them. Well, I mean, tourism is a big, uh, it big is. money draw for uh, the Greeks. Especially on Santorini. It's, you know, it's that... When you think of Greece and you see those pictures of like the white buildings with the blue roofs and this beautiful, the Adriatic Sea in the background, the yeah. hill, like that's Santorini. Sure. That's where people think of when they think of Greece oftentimes if it's not the, you know, the, uh, was it the Acropolis? I don't know. Metropolis? Yeah. I don't know. Is that where Superman lives? It is. Uh, so, so Santorini is a very hilly place. Yeah. And so they have these donkeys that people use to get up and down the very high stairs is this a problem in you know they do the donkey rides in the grand canyon i wonder if they have the same problem i bet they I have assume they do because i it's bet in they America. have uh limits as well because like, we're a bunch of fat fox <laughs> we really are <laughs> i know i could not ride these donkeys do you remember do you remember uh of course you remember the three stooges right oh yeah larry curly and moe and curly was the fat one Oh, yeah. You would have been like in the circus, right? And he's not even that fat. No. <laughs> I'm like, you look pretty good, buddy. Right. Uh, so basically, a group of animal rights activists were mm-hmm. worried about these donkeys because they were carrying these very heavy loads nonstop, day in, day out. And it was actually causing spinal injuries yeah. to these donkeys. That's because bad. Yeah. And so they've pushed through new guidelines. The donkeys cannot carry any loads heavier than 100 kilos. And, and what is or, that in freedom units? <laughs> That's uh, 8,000 fat fucks. <laughs> 80 Depending on the exchange rate. Yeah, it, it's an 80 Big Mac per kilogram. <laughs> uh, and so they've decided, you know, if you weigh more than this month, it, this much, it's not good for the donkeys, so we have to restrict you. That makes sense to me. But that may be offensive. That may be offensive. I mean, I, I would feel it. bad if that happened to me. And I went yeah. and they're like, sorry, bud, you're you're too big for the donkeys. I'd be like, oh, well, fuck. <laughs> but I can't well, I be guess like. I'm walking. Yeah, yeah, right. I'll go to How dare else. you fat shame me? <laughs> yeah. like, well, I think that uh, and on your plane ride over, you probably would have had to buy an extra seat anyway. <laughs> Why, are you flying southwest? <laughs> <laughs> so this has been happening a bunch of times where people are too big yeah. for the thing and, and they have to pay extra. Um, I was in a, we went to Michigan Theater recently. Um, for a comedian who shall not be named, because apparently she's not funny. <laughs> uh, well, that's because you're an elder millennial. Oh, so right, you right, find her right. Funny and... So the the seats were so small. Oh my gosh, they were so small, and my arms were like spilling over the sides. Well, lay off the big mics, fat ass. Well, I can't because they taste good. <laughs> but no, I I'm not, disagree. I'm not giant. I'm overweight, but I'm not giant, and I I. Just feel like the, the the older stuff. We were in uh, Kings Island and we rode the the Beast. Is that still a thing? Yeah, it's still a thing. Oh, and it's such a fun ride. Is it but, near Boblo? Uh, no. You don't take the Boblo boat. Don't take the Boblo boat. <laughs> but the the trains they were built in the seventies, right? Uh-huh. And they are very small. Like mm-hmm. I can I can barely fit. Oh yeah. And I feel like Americans are getting fatter, and it's just kind of a thing that we'll have to do. 
Yeah. Well, um, we the one thing we can't do is ride the fucking donkeys. Well, why don't we do genetically engineer some donkeys with stronger backs? Well, here's the thing. They are starting to make mules where they're crossbreeding them with, like, I don't know, horses or something <laughs> to make them bigger, stronger, horses. and able to carry bigger loads. A bear. So they <laughs> <laughs> Yes, this is our bear donkey. It's a bear mule. Just, uh, you know, you got to hold – instead of holding a carrot in front of it, you hold, like, a slab of meat. Oh, uh, man. That, hey, that should be something that dies. That's a lie. The, the donkey bear, we, that, that should die. We could be lighthearted on this show, right? We can. Yeah. You know what else should die? Uh, I'm sorry, what? Do you, know, do you know what else should die? What's that? Google Plus. It's already dead. <laughs> it I died it as soon as it started. It, oh, it was such... It was the worst. It was I remember, bad. So I remember getting... You know, sign up for like YouTube and they like kept forcing me into this Google Plus thing. And I was like, fuck you. I don't want Google Plus. Stop. Yeah. Stop trying to make Google Plus a thing. I, I signed up for Google Plus when mm-hmm. it happened. I thought maybe it could be a you thing. You thought it was I, so fetch? I made a, <laughs> I made a, a few posts and no one, like nobody else came over. Like none of my friends. Because I, I was, even then, even in uh, 2015, I wanted a, an alternative to Facebook because I felt like I needed to get off Facebook because it was just kind of going downhill, I felt. And Google Plus may have been the thing. I was just going through Google Plus uh, moments ago and it's, it's so bad. It's got like two rows of stuff and they're not lined up. and It was just another thing and I was like, I don't want this thing. Uh, so apparently though, Google Plus had some problems. There was a huge issue with uh, like a, a breach. Um it can't have been that huge because there weren't that many well, users. Yes. But it went from like 2015 till this March. Uh-huh. And so, and, and Google Plus decided just like not tell anyone, but like, who would they tell? <laughs> Their like, users. They just like called the one guy up like, hey, stand. <laughs> right. Just so you know. Yeah. He was like, oh man. Hey, plus one this. Minus one. Uh, <laughs> and so they, they didn't tell anyone. They decided, fuck it, we're just going to shut it down. So it's a real shame. I, f- I feel like if anyone's going to ha- have a new social network that's going to work, it's Google+. Plus. But I, I think maybe we're going in the opposite direction of social networks where everyone can see everything. And we're starting to be more private. And so now Snapchat and is kind of a... A bigger thing. And what's yeah. is there a new one after Snapchat? Snapchat's been around for a couple of years now, yeah, too. It's been a while. So I don't, I don't know if there's a new one around. Um, I know Snapchat is what the kids are using. Like, okay. So, I just heard a student today say Facebook is for old people. It is. And so now it's like Snapchat, Instagram, but Instagram is starting to be for old people, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm seeing people. I'm like, oh, no. Uh, and so now everyone's on Snapchat. But that's going to be next. I wonder what the new one's going to be. I don't know. It's Who knows? No one knows. Except for the Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> I hope it comes swiftly. <laughs> I used to call her, uh, back in her country days, I used to call her Trailer Swift because I thought it was funny. <laughs> the T-Swift? Yeah. Uh, are you a Taylor Swift fan? I like her music. I Do wouldn't you? call myself a fan. But on the on like the Taylor versus Kanye debate, I think I'm going to go with Taylor on this one because uh, Kanye has gone kind of nuts. Yes. Did you see the the SNL thing? Oh yes, thing? I did. Yeah. Did you see the the Pete Davidson thing where he <laughs> talked about it? I did. That on was SNL very funny. It was it was very good. Very good. Uh, but Taylor it, Swift, Taylor Swift, uh, finally got political. Finally, I've yeah. been waiting for her to get political. So she got uh, some award, the People's Choice Award or the Music Choice Award. I don't know. She won some sort of choice award, yeah. and, and in her speech, she really 
pushed for people to get registered. She didn't push a candidate. She just said, uh, this, uh, this award and every single award given out tonight were voted on by the people. And you know what else is voted on by the people? It is the midterm elections on November 6th. Get out and vote. I love you guys. <laughs> And since she said that, there have been a ton of new registrations. There have. 65,000 new registrations on Vote.org in the 24-hour period following. And, you know, that's she's not the only one pushing that. So those aren't right. all her. Yeah. Uh, but they also looked at, like, you know, she's Tennessee. That's where she's voting. And in Tennessee in that same period, 2,144 people signed up. In the 24 hours after she said that. And in the entire month of September, only 2,800 people signed up. So there's, there's probably a bump there. Yeah. Uh, but she also came out on Sunday in an Instagram post where she backed the Democratic candidate. Okay. And uh, she said, you know, I care about these issues and this is the person who matches that. And so this is who I think we should go. If you have a big audience, maybe it's a sort of responsibility to... And she has a big audience. She yeah. has... And that's probably why Trump didn't say too much about it, because she has a bigger audience than he does <laughs> on followers on Twitter. <laughs> and so he just said, uh, I like Taylor Swift's music about 25% less now. Like, that's not the biting attack he usually gives yeah. people. And... I, I haven't looked too closely at how people... Like, I saw a few people like Mike Huckabee... Uh, tweeted something shitty like, you know, everyone has a right to their political beliefs, but, you know, it doesn't matter because only 13-year-olds listen to her. So Yeah, so 13-year-olds have been listening to her for about uh, f- at least five years, if yeah. not longer. So guess they what? They can vote. They sure can. They can absolutely vote. And so that's – that's I, I think it's good. And I, I don't know if um, – so do you remember when the Dixie Chicks yeah. uh, spoke out against uh, – And they w. basically Bush? disappeared? They disappeared. Yeah. yeah. I liked the Dixie Chicks as a – I I didn't As a country band. About, I thought they were okay. I, I don't listen to country. It's like the one genre that I'm just like, eh. I generally don't, but I thought yeah. they were okay. Why um, spaces? I'm not one that I f- – I have a I don't have a problem with pol- or um, public figures like actors whatever talking about their political beliefs even if I disagree with them like right sure they're in a position where they can leverage their power help yourself I think in general it's funny because when someone like um, oh gosh I don't know who's a celebrity that came out in support of Trump Kanye yeah so I I generally didn't like their stuff to begin with and now I know why um, what's, <laughs> well, the, what's the guy in Michigan what's his name the long haired Ted Nugent I never liked his music anyway yeah. and so you know yeah. he's Republican and I hate it less I hate it more now so it's fine yeah and so whatever you know if you, if you want to get out and say those things cool I, I don't I really don't care I I don't like the people who say you know oh, we need to keep politics out of you know football or whatever you know because yeah, of the kneeling thing and I'm like dude the, the military pays to, like, do all this patriotic stuff. Like, right. the politics are already in there. How but, about we not call treating people with respect politics and we just – and people – like, a police officer killing an armed black man, it's not political. It's just murder. Yeah. Or, or how about you can like something someone else creates even if you don't like what they believe personally. Yeah, but I feel like I, I interpret their words differently if I know what they believe. I mean, sometimes, but, you know, Taylor Swift's music, 
really doesn't relate much to democratic politics. No? They're not like Green Day. You know? <laughs> her Green story, Day's so old, dude. Her, her Romeo Juliet story song doesn't have a lot of, like, you know, leftists. I'm just glad it's not Romeo and, and Mercutio <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> that's the point. I think, and I think that's kind of the, the, that's what it demonstrates. Like, you can't even like someone if they don't say the right thing. Yeah. Like, all right, so Kanye likes Trump. Okay, cool, whatever. You're a dingling. But if you like his music, cool. You know, if he's innovative, all right, whatever. He just happens to be like a person I disagree with. Yeah. And you can still do things that I – as long as it's not criminal, right? I guess. So Being politically correct isn't against the law and being not politically correct also is not against the law. Yeah. But you know what is against the law? Uh, starting a wildfire. <laughs> it sure is. Is against the law. And starting a wildfire in the stupidest goddamn way. Like, I – all right. So this guy, his name is Dennis Dickey. Of course. Of course. And he, last week, went to court and he pled guilty to starting the sawmill fire near Tucson, Arizona. He's 37 years old. He's a Border Patrol agent. And he started accidentally. It was not on purpose. He did not plan this. He wasn't like an arsonist. He's just like, I like fire. <laughs> uh, he was doing the stupidest fucking thing our culture does right now. He was doing a gender reveal party. Oh, boy. So he wasn't a, a bag of garbage from Arizona. <laughs> I mean, like he might I'm, be. I like don't know. a good place. <laughs> <laughs> so they're doing a, a gender reveal. Well, I mean, maybe because of the way. So the way he did this, he bought a Tannerite Target uh, gender reveal thing package. It's called the Gender Reveal Boom Box. <laughs> so basically what this is, it's a box filled with explosives and inside of it is either pink or blue dust. And so you shoot this box with a high-powered rifle. The bullet causes the explosion to take place. And it blows all this, you know, pink and blue powder into the air. So you know, oh, it's a boy or a girl. So you invite all the innocent children and families that you know to your home. You get your gun. <laughs> Step one. Step two, you get your gun. Step three, you fire it at explosives. So you can go, oh, yeah, Susie's having a girl. <laughs> like... Um, Ridiculous. Excuse me, my child has not chosen her gender identity yet. <laughs> I'm not making fun of them. I'm sorry. This wasn't. I am. I'm going to come out on I am. They're, coming they're out. children and we use words to organize things into understandable chunks. And if they change their gender later, cool. But for right now, this is what I know. I don't force it on a lot of people off this episode. Awesome. So this guy, he shot the thing. He shot the thing. It exploded. And it started a fire. It started a wild fire. A wild fire that took 800 firefighters, two weeks, and $8 million to get contained. Wow. It burned up 45,000 acres because this is. That's a lot of And this wouldn't have happened if we could just be like, oh, yeah, I'm having a girl. I think the gender reveal thing as a trend is dumb. I made cupcakes that I have, like, a secret candy inside of them. And once you eat the, like, the gobstopper will turn blue or pink. Like, you are doing too much. I don't blame people for doing it. I know. You're excited. Because people latch onto trends. Yeah. But let's, can't we just, like, my daughter has had birthday parties. Mm -hmm. You know where they are? They are in my fucking house. That's right. Because you are three and I don't need to take you to WYSIWYG Bang's super fun playhouse for your birthday party because you're three. Like, 
Here's your cake. Congratulations. Grandma brought you a gift. WYSIWYG Bang's Super Fun Playhouse. Is that an actual place in this area? I, no. That's a, that's a, I just made that up at the top. I don't know. I don't go to those places. I yeah. don't know what places you could do this right. at. But, like, sure, once they're older, you know, it was cool. Oh, we had our birthday party at the roller rink. Cool. You're, like, eight. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. But let's calm down. We, we are doing too much. It's it's like gender reveals, prom proposals, proposals. Oh, prom proposals. Prom. Ugh. Stop! You're just Sounds going like to dumb. a fucking dance. Hey, do you want to go to a dance with me? Yes. Cool. Done. But I'm not going to the dance with you unless you like make a big thing out of it. No, fuck both of you. Neither of you get to go to the dance. Can two boys go to the prom? Sure, I don't days? care. I guess it depends on where you're at. Can can two th- grown men in their late thirties go to the prom together? <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. Um, so, yeah. So, Dennis pled guilty. He's agreed to pay $100,000 up front. Where the fuck did he get that money? He's a border agent. He's doing drugs or something, right? It's Well, obviously. Across he's that border. He's there. got $100,000 to pay right fucking now. Like, yeah. really? Uh, and then he's going to... I'm making general... I'm sure Dennis is a nice guy who made a no, dumb mistake. No. I, no. No, he shot things and wanted to blow stuff up. Yeah. He's probably a dickhole. Correct. No, I just disagree with him. No. And he can have a, a different point, you can say point of view. No, you can say he's a dick. I know it's nothing fine. about him. All right. He's a dick. Can I'm we go farther left at the end of the show? Can we please like stop being so centrist and just be far left and fuck anyone with a gun? <laughs> why do you need it? Uh, so anyway, yes, he agrees to pay $100,000 now and then $120,000 more over the next uh, five years in five – or no, sorry, the next 20 years in $500 increments. Okay. It's like a student loan. That sounds – Oh, because you wanted to do this extra nonsense. And he gets five years of probation. Does that mean on probation he can't own firearms? Because that would be beautiful. Probably not. So, yeah. So he he did that. Congratulations. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. In the... You just switch the thing. It says a squirrel without a wad. Can we, can we just transition to this now? We, I was about to. I was, was about to say transition. in other stupid news. <laughs> uh, so, yes, a squirrel without a wad. A little throwback to our wad of squirrels from a few weeks ago. This one is just an individual squirrel. He's not in a wad of squirrels. We're going to lose Jeff now. <laughs> Well, All right, I'm, so I'm, I'm good. I'm holding it together. So police in Orlando had to remove a woman from a Frontier Air flight because she brought with her an emotional support squirrel. <laughs> Hold on. So first of all, she's flying Frontier Air. She's putting her squirrel's life in danger well, every time she gets. I didn't on know that Frontier Air went from like Orlando to, to Cleveland. I'm pretty sure they. I felt that was like you know like D- Denver to whatever. Yeah. Uh, so this was a Cleveland-bound flight. Everyone gets on the flight, and then like, attention, we need to remove, or you need to deplane due to a situation. Like, you're saying a situation on a plane? Like you're gonna freak the fuck everyone out, yeah. and everyone was freaked out. Yeah, and like some cute. guy asked this flight attendant, was like, "So what's the issue?" And she was just like, "A squirrel." <laughs> and uh, so they get off the plane. They realize it's a squirrel. They have to, you know, get the lady off. They get back on the plane. They're two hours late getting to Cleveland uh, because the squirrel was not an approved support animal. Which is which is actually doing them a favor. If they're two hours late getting to Cleveland, you're actually that's good. <laughs> yeah. So 
I was curious about what is an appropriate support animal. Uh-huh. So I went to Frontier Airlines website oh, okay. and I looked it up and there are three animals that you can bring on the plane into the cabin with you. Okay. Only cat, three? Only three. Okay. A cat, uh-huh. a dog, uh-huh. and a miniature horse. <laughs> <laughs> what? what? How are you getting a miniature horse onto a plane? <laughs> Have you seen the leg room? Uh, you ride it, obviously. In Frontier, do they have like, do they have like Economy Plus? My horse needs first class. <laughs> I miniature horse. Obviously, you ride it down the down the hallway. And do, does it need its own ticket? Because being a miniature a horse, it takes up a lot of space. It doesn't yeah. fit in like the. <laughs> you can't put it in the carry on. Are you sitting it there like fit under the seat in front? No, of you. you're, you're standing there like. Uh, yes, do you have any hay or a trough? I need to polish my my miniature horse's uh, saddle. Do you have any saddle frame I could use? You know who always flew Frontier? The the alligator granny. Oh, granny, who, granny, uh, granny, granny, granny panties. Yeah. Always she, she always frontier. took she always took her miniature horse until that damn gator got it. Oh, She's like I gotta fly Frontier. That's a real shame. Little Susanna, let's go. We're going to Cleveland. So someone, so, okay. So at some point, Frontier Airlines had this list. I'm like, you can bring emotional support dogs. And someone's like, this is my emotional support cat. Okay, fine. Just keep it in the cage. And someone's like, this is my miniature horse that emotionally supports me. And it's like, okay. Like there was a discussion somewhere. There's an email chain somewhere at Frontier Airlines where they had to discuss, well, should horses count? And they came to the solution with, yeah, yeah, I think horses. And then they had to contact their IT department and was like, hey, we need to add miniature horses to this document. (laughs) 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 Yep. They had, you had like programmers who had to like put that out there. And, but all I'm saying is a miniature horse versus a, a regular sized squirrel. I feel like the squirrel would be less disruptive than the horse would. I agree. Because the horse has to hang out in the aisle. What about like a, a, a an emotional support chinchilla? Why not? What about an emotional support ferret? <laughs> an emotional support wombat. <laughs> an emotional support uh, yeah. uh, koala. <laughs> an, an emotional support kangaroo. Ooh. How about an emotional... <laughs> Uh, I don't feel like a cat's a good and emotional support animal. <laughs> no. Like, I feel like, bad. They're like, yourself. Yeah, they're like, go oh, fuck off. Yeah. Ooh, I, I feel, feel awful when I'm depressed. Yeah, me too, fucker. Go eat some kibble. <laughs> yeah, I feel awful when you're depressed too. Because <laughs> you're a fucking drag. Oh, how terrible for you. <laughs> like, that's not the animal you want. Oh, I'm sorry. You feel that way. <laughs> Come here. I'll give you something to feel bad about. Shing! <laughs> <sighs> All right. Well, what did we learn today? <laughs> we learned that apparently there's an email chain somewhere talking about miniature horses at Frontier. I got to add squirrels, I think. There's probably a VP involved on that. It's got to be. Yeah, somebody was paid like $1.8 million to decide <laughs> on the miniature horse. There's probably a fight about it. Like, fine, Kevin, we'll do the fucking horse. <laughs> fucking if Kevin. that will end this meeting, fine. The horse gets to come. Always a Kevin. Uh, what else did we learn? I don't remember what we talked about. <laughs> Oh, the wildfire thing. Yeah. We also learned that, uh, I don't know, uh, don't shoot explosive firearms in a dry desert because it'll light shit on fire. Fair enough. Mm -hmm. Uh, We learned that Taylor Swift and some of her fans are never getting back together. But I think she has style. Yeah. never. But she may not be out of the woods yet. I'm sure she'll shake it off. What else did we learn? 
<laughs> oh, Google Plus is gone. And That's we learned that Google Plus was still a thing. <laughs> yeah, we did. So that it could be gone. For the record, we didn't actually create a Google Plus for the podcast. Uh, and not YouTube either. We're yeah. just going to fuck off for a while. We also learned that if you're a fat fucker, you can't ride the donkey. And being a fat fucker means you're over 220 pounds. So cut I, down on the Little Caesars, pal. I like Little Caesars so much. I just put one in our town. <laughs> Don't get that Italian cheese bread. Uh, Italian American cheese bread. <laughs> We also learned that uh, yeah. everybody hates political correctness, except for those few people that don't, and we're sorry for them. I mean, we're sorry about talking about it for them. Yes, we're very concerned. Don't hate us. We want good things. We have, and this hour has been an hour and three minutes. Okay, so what are some other big life parties that can be improved by the presence of firearms? Um, Birthday parties? Oh, yeah. Blow out the candles. Pew, pew. <laughs> Funerals. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if it's an open casket, just like shoot the casket closed at the end. You can get a big uh, howitzer. That's how we're going to bury Grandpa. <laughs> You're going in the can- <laughs> going in the crater. Six feet deep. A bris. A bris. Oh. <laughs> Hold him very still. <laughs> All right. We're going to have to strap him down. Is that... Are there Southern, uh, southern Jewish Georgia. people? <laughs> you should wait till his bar mitzvah. Uh, uh, mm. Retirement parties? Well, you just shoot him in the head. <laughs> yeah, you're uh, sorry, Bill. Your life's gonna suck from here on out. <laughs> uh, baby shower. <laughs> That's well. That was. Uh, um, almost the gender reveal party thing, the baby shower thing. <laughs> good point. Good point. Yeah. Ooh, wedding. Instead of rice, you can throw bullets. Oh like, yeah, you can, everyone could shoot their guns in the air. I think that actually happens in the state of Georgia. It's law. <laughs> it you depends on if it's your sister or not. You can't even <laughs> you can't even throw rice anymore because it hurts the birds. It's political correctness. God damn birds! They're called pigeon Americans. <laughs> good night. <laughs>